This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sistrino back again to talk about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Wow. Got a lot to talk about here this week with a man who follows all things 90 Days as closely as possible uh, to probably the detriment of his mental health. Here with me, let me ask if he would dance with me one more time on this runaway train Please, Sam Achille. Rob, I come, I come with hat in hand, not on head. And yes, I will do the dance with you. I'm excited to talk about this week. This show continues to not only get messier, but then also everyone proceeds to make worse decisions. And the power rankings we've started, we did it at a great time because it is shifting every week. And, and this week will be no different. Wild, wild week here on 90 Day Fiance. I think that maybe we could attempt to try to find the dumbest person in the 90 Day Fiance universe. I think we have a new leader. And wow, uh, a lot to talk about here from uh, this week. Uh, after 90 Day Fiance takes a Yadis for Super Bowl week. So we got maybe two weeks of stuff to talk about here today as we will talk about the ninth week of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Then we'll also talk about the tell-all from 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life over on Disco Plus. That's right. We got a part two. It was a shorter episode than the first part, but we still got enough nuggets there to talk about as well. So we'll definitely be catching yeah. everyone up on all of those. I feel like things. they love that format of like two hours the first week and one hour the second week. Yeah, which is fine. I will say it does feel like it ends with a bit of a whimper when we mm-hmm. don't get the same energy that's put into the first part. But I mean, ultimately, it was it was a fun what, about three hour experience. So, yeah. So lots of stuff to talk about here today as we are going to go through everything. But yeah, how was your weekend? My weekend was good, Rob. Um, Obviously with Celebrity Big Brother on the rise now, it took a lot of my time. But then on Saturday, there was, you know, nothing going on. Liana and I, we did one of those, you know, activities where we each put a budget of $20 aside. And then we went to Walmart and we had an assignment. We had to get each other a beverage, a snack, a movie, and a gift of sorts. Just on 20. Yeah. Um, oh, this is like relationship goals. I mean, it's it was fun, Rob. It was fun. It was fun because like, you never know what what you're going to get. Um, as far as the snacks and beverages, I think we both knocked out of the park. Then for movie, we mm-hmm. agreed only from the bargain bin, 
We got two new movies. We watched one of them and we're going to savor the other one, Rob. We watched The Hitman's Bodyguard, which was meh. was okay. fine. Okay. Um, and then there is a movie, okay, called Hearts and Vines starring Cara Maria and Pauly Calafiore. Oh. And that was in the bargain bin and we bought that and uh, now we own that movie for whatever reason. Talk about so. a bargain. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we're going to watch okay. that at some point. But yeah, that was Saturday was smooth sailing. And then obviously yesterday was all 90 day central. So. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, Puya, this sounds, uh, a l- you know, a little bit better than the organized activity that we had at my house this weekend where okay. I followed my wife into several rooms and tried to get her to acknowledge my presence. Was she pretending you don't <laughs> exist? <laughs> she tries. She tries unsuccessfully. Okay, well, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up, Rob. Maybe there's redemption there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she plays her cards right. There could be an electric toothbrush uh, in her future. And hopefully she doesn't deem it garbage, Rob. Okay, all right. We have to talk about, wow, Gino and Jasmine. I think I, I saw it best on the 90 Day Fiance subreddit where there was a thread with uh, Gino and Jasmine saying that that was great. Trash TV at its finest. Honestly, no lies detected. That is a very accurate depiction of what we saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Puya, we had, you know, the all time shocking revelation last week. Jasmine asked Gino, did you send my nudes to another woman? Cliffhanger. Okay. Maybe there was some misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, something is not being said. Maybe they edited it to make it seem mm-hmm. like it's going to be a bigger deal. Um, they uh, did not stutter, Rob. No, there were no misunderstandings here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we go r- pick that right back up. Um, boy, I was like uh, s- sitting up straight in my chair to hear the answer to uh, Jasmine grilling Gino. Did you send her naked pictures of me? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I love when a high pitched Gino hits, you know he's guilty. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so unsubtle, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Um. So Gino did this, which is um, disgusting. Uh, I think you know he's very wrong for this one. And what's interesting is Gino's ways of trying to defend himself because he initially denies it. Rob, he yes. doesn't full on say yes, I did it. Did Did you, Gino? Are you sure? That's for darn sure. I didn't do that. Yeah, that's for darn sure. I didn't do that. I mean, those are the words of a wrongfully convicted man. Yeah. If, if anyone puts the for darn sure before the statement, I don't trust it. If it was after me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that come up in any of the Among Us or uh, uh, Goose Goose Duck games of uh, like, a, you, you seem pretty sus. Like, that's for darn sure. Not sus. Yeah. I mean, it's Tell it you wasn't that right before. Now. It's in my notes now. It's in my it's in my binder. I will have that ready for the next meet to make mm-hmm. sure uh, I can catch some suspicious activity. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, Jasmine pivots to say, "Well, then, how did she get these photos if you didn't send them to her?" I only sent these to you. 
These mm-hmm. were exclusively mm-hmm. for one person. Yeah. NFT, NFT style. You, they were one copy of these for you. Okay. Now, n- not that I would do such a thing, but if I, if I was, if I was on Gino's defense team, could we run with, I, I, I was hacked. There was a hack. There was a security breach. She had my password. That's the, stupid. Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. She still had my password. Can you believe it? Oh, we we hate her. If you are you are you know the legal counsel to Gino, the best way for him to maybe get out of it because because he's dumb enough to have mm-hmm. like, you know, I clicked a link and I think it just, you know, leaked all my, all my Google cloud. And now, you know, everyone, like she got access to it because she also has the password or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he could have gotten away with that. But then that's also not counting the DMs and the messages mm-hmm. that come along with the screenshot. Photoshop. <laughs> Mahogany did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, so Gino just is like stumped. Okay. Then how does she have the photos? And so... But yeah, then he says, like, well, actually, what I was trying to do is saying, like, look how hot my girlfriend is. Like, I was trying to rub her face in it. Yeah, this is when you realize, oh, uh, Gino is choosing to represent himself uh, in this in this uh, battle because he does not know. This is an awful defense, right? Because if you want to flaunt someone you are with, that is, you know. You could see that as unhealthy. Then it's like, why do you care what other people think? That doesn't should matter to you. But then you could always just send a Instagram post of them, you know, hanging out at the house. Like the fact that you sent nude images that were not online, that were exclusively sent to your device for you to your ex, there is nothing you can say that'll justify that yeah. in any way. And it doesn't help that he initially said for darn sure I didn't do that. And then said, oh, that... Yeah, it's because, you know, you're so beautiful and I'm so lucky and, you know, I wanted to let her know what, she, you know, I'm doing very good because look at you. You're the best woman in the world. Yeah, uh, she tries that. Jasmine uh, is is not having it. Uh, of course, you know, he's going to he's going to repeat this a couple times. That is definitely not something I should have done, but I put it in her face. How hot my new girlfriend is. Yeah, I think uh, she put it in your face, Gino. Yeah, and then you promptly sent it to someone else. So no, no, no. <laughs> Gino's ex put it in ah. Gino's face. He thought like, ah, like, oh, I'll show her. Look at this, and she's like, yeah, you know what? Checkmate, Gino. <laughs> How did he not think that that was going to be the defense? You're going to rile someone up. Yeah. You don't think they're going to strike back? Yeah, this is like uh, maybe she is a master of the jujitsu and was able to use uh, this. You know. Gino's force against him to yeah. ultimately destroy Gino. And boy, did she destroy Gino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So Jasmine, very upset. And we've seen Jasmine upset for uh, very little legitimately reasons to be upset here. Uh, she is just uh, going off. There's uh, nothing Gino could say or do. Um, the only thing I was thinking, Puya, was mm-hmm. that this man, Gino, he must have a death wish, right? I mean, given what we know about him, yeah. about what we know about Jasmine, their 
behaviors towards each other, the way he feels about her, you know, getting heated. Yes. The answer is yes, because nothing he did well, logically makes sense. Morally, it makes zero sense and it's horrible. But then even logically, I just don't see the through line of how he thought this was going to work in his benefit. Like he literally is dating someone who wants receipts of everything he does. Who goes his through phone. his phone, his phone, like, uh, you know, Bank of America sends him a message. Uh, let me read that. Let me I got to see what they're saying to you. What does that say? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then on top of all this. He is doing this communication, Rob, not like a month ago. This is while they're in bed at this trip. The woman could open her eyes at any second and say, Gino, give me your phone. I I don't understand. Is he do you, I mean, I'm assuming he's deleting the messages, right? He's deleting them as he sends them. I, I think you're messages. giving him too much credit. Uh, I think I think he wanted to be caught. I, I don't I That's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> I don't I mean. I don't think so, Rob. I just don't I, see that being no, the case. Nothing makes sense here. Why would he do this? <laughs> Gino, not only should he should not do this, but what is he even thinking? Right. I think he just he self-destructed in the in the biggest way here. And nothing he I mean, I think for me, the minute uh Jasmine storms off here after finding out that he was messaging her while she was napping. That's when I thought the relationship's over. There is no world where these two are going to like reconcile, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think there's any way that Jasmine uh, takes him back. Uh, the the only thing that I that it, like I'm trying to put myself in Gino's idiot brain. Does mm-hmm. he think that hey, well, this is what my new girlfriend is doing? Maybe you need to send me if you want to win me back. You gotta. Oh can, you, can you, you beat this? Like, like he was like I, he's trying to get nudes. He's a, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. We will, we're gonna get get into just uh, how bad Gino is. Yeah. No. And and we're just scratching the surface here, Rob. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So Jasmine, very upset. She storms off. She says, "That's it. I can't. We're. I, I'm. I'm out of here. Okay." Uh, Gino says, it's "Not good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, good." And this film, they're on this vacation. They're on this trip together. And Jasmine, she pivots because she says, you know, she's like, she walks out. She's done with this guy. She's like, no, I'm not done with him. I need to confront him and cause him as much pain as he has caused me. And I was like, all right, let's go. Yes. Yes, Jasmine. Do it. Yes, Do it for queen. the Do it for you. Do it. Destroy him. <laughs> destroy Gino. Uh, and, and boy, did she destroy him. Rob. And boy, did they make us wait because this was the opening <laughs> scene. And then we had to wait. An hour and a half to get back to seeing Jasmine the last and, scene. and Gino, but it, it was so, it was so great. It, it was almost like in like Game of Thrones, where uh, where 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 Sansa is like it has the chance. Like she comes she comes back in the room with uh, Ramsey Bolton after he was horrible to her, and then uh, like he's tied up. Uh, it's like okay, now the shoe is on the other foot. Mm-hmm, Time to get exactly. destroyed, Gino. And when these moments happen on shows after watching, you know, the person in pain, it feels really great to see the one in the wrong get 
their world of hurt come at them. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine brought the world of hurt, Rob. We got so much more revealed here from the messages than just the fact that he had sent nudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on top of the, the, the photo, which I think that Gino it looks like next week tries to say, well, you, you're, you know, you were topless, but that wasn't nude, a nude photo, which I think. Yeah. Okay, let it go, Gino. Gino. Let Stop it go. talking. You're like, you are, you've made your bed, lay in it, because you will not be able to get out of this bed. It's over for you. Yeah. And so he, I guess, was like talking about uh, that she uh, blows her top. And uh, he's just like, no, that was a joke. He was joke. He jokes about that. It was a joke. Yeah, I was joking about you having a temper and, and you know, yelling and being a nuisance. I was mm-hmm. joking. Definitely kidding. It was mm-hmm. funny. And she says, oh, well, that was so hilarious, Gino. <laughs> what a hilarious joke. You're so funny. So yeah, funny. Would love to read that. If, if, if the person you're with, you find messages of them messaging anybody, not just especially mm-hmm. their ex, of them saying, you know, you have a temper and you have you are this, you are that. And these are your deepest insecurities that you have actively said you're working on at this trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be big mad too. Yes, yes. Uh, which she, yeah, she said on this on this trip. Which again, I don't know. Like I, I would say it was a long con, but I'm not necessarily sure Jasmine could keep her composure to then like set him up like this. I don't. I think yeah. I'm taking her word as the truth here. In that this was happening while they were at this trip, which again is so much worse. Is so much worse. The fact that you're in this trip, you've escaped reality, you're hanging out together. Why are you even messaging anyone else is beyond mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Right. So Jasmine decides, you know what? I can't be here with you. I need a new room, which, you know, I, you know, think about the uh, financial aspect of this. Is this also, is Gino paying for this new room? Because I feel like that the mini bar is going to get hit pretty hard. Yeah, Gino may never financially recover from never, this trip. He may never recover, period. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she deserves, she deserves this. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, she tells him, uh, you're a effing loser. Uh, this is BS. <laughs> she goes to, to her bags. She's putting her things together. She, go, she goes to the toothbrush, Puya. You know, she got one present outside of this trip. She got one gift from Gino. And it was this electric toothbrush. Rob, she took it. She tied the wires up, opened the door, chucked it into the woods. Yeah. And Gina says, what, what, what did you just throw out the door? <laughs> she said, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not expect the toothbrush to come back into the story. I thought we were done with the so toothbrush. earned, so earned, yeah. but you know, great sort of like Chekhov's toothbrush that we just built and built and built to this. Okay. You lost Gino, the only person that truly loved you, except for your money. That's what you do, Gino. You use your money to take advantage of people because the ex sent some other messages. She must have been so pissed when when Gino slid into the DMs. Like She <laughs> left no stone unturned for Jasmine. Which also brings up that adding on to the case for Gino being the world's stupidest man, he has to know his ex has 
this similar mean streak. I can't imagine that he doesn't know his ex is capable of going nuclear on Gino in this moment. Yeah, like he's been the way he defends the ex, right? It made me think maybe they're both on good terms. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, they're like friends now, whatever. But very clearly he was trying to flaunt. um, Well, I don't even know. He was trying to flaunt like her attractiveness in the ex's face. But then whilst also complaining about Jasmine to the ex, the ex realized, listen, Jasmine doesn't deserve this. I've been through this. He Mm -hmm. is a horrible man. I'm going to expose him. And Again, Gino literally made this happen mm-hmm. to himself. Mm-hmm. And now Jasmine gets all this new information, Rob, about Gino's past. Yes, and we do too, because here's mm-hmm. what the messages reveal. Gino has a thing for SBs. And, and we're not talking about uh, the woman that was uh, running around with Kylan in the Big Brother house. Most definitely not. Got lots of SBs around. Yes. Uh, So Gino, before Jasmine, before there was a Jasmine, Gino ventured into the dating. He tells us he ventured into the dating app trying to find love. He couldn't really find what he was looking for there. So he turned his head to a different realm. Yeah. That was the SB realm. SB, of course, stands for sugar babies. Sugar babies. Yeah. And... To explain this to someone in case you might not have heard this term before, it is when you essentially are money is changing hands for you to experience mm-hmm. dates with people, companionship with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we hear a little bit about the SBs, <laughs> courtesy of the 90 Day Fiance producers. Did you date girls to go on dates? A couple of times, but it was dinner dates. So you just paid for dinner or you paid that? I paid then. How much do you think uh, the SBs get to have dinner with Gino? So I don't remember if we saw this on the episode or we saw this or I saw this on like a post somewhere on mm-hmm. like a thread. Um, this is somewhere in the 200 to $300 range. $200 to $300 to have dinner with Gino. Um, well, actually, you know, I'm looking at one right now. I think it's like less than 300 for just the dinner date because in this message he says i do pay 300 for sleepover type situation so mm-hmm, that's different mm-hmm. yeah it's different yeah. that's different um are you allowed to order whatever you want off the menu you better yeah um yeah if i'm assuming he's paying for the dinner and the date is getting mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. sum as well yeah and we know and gino uh is a generous tipper also Yes. So mm-hmm. I would like the appetizer and the dessert menus as well, please. Mm-hmm. But that was a long time ago, Gino tells us. I don't know what long time is to this man, but listen, he said it was a long time ago. And okay, we can only imagine the series of events that transpired for his ex-wife to come into possession of these receipts, right? Yeah, like she, he. I know he's not screenshotting these and sending these to her. She must have acu- like got these through her own means as well. Um, I don't know what is with Gino and and uh, being in relationships where all his information is out there, but he <laughs> pretends like he's got everything under wraps. Like it makes no sense to me. Okay, so Jasmine just keeps saying like uh, you are an effing depressing man. <laughs> 
<laughs> from Michigan. She keeps bringing up Michigan yeah. in these insults. Yes. Well, this was, I, I pulled this clip because I just thought this was like the all-time greatest roast of Gino, uh, where she talks about how, you know, look, she is not an SB. But this is depressing because men like you take advantage of women that need it. And if I'm on a day of sugar diet, if that's going to be my business, which I'm not interested in, look at me. And I'm intelligent. I will get a sugar daddy that is the sugar daddy of the sugar daddies. Not a crazy old man, long and depressing from Michigan. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) From the top rope. She said, if I was in this business, I'd be finding the best Sugar daddy, <laughs> not you. Sad, old, depressing, lonely man from Michigan. <laughs> Michigan's like, hey, we don't claim him. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't represent us. Stop bringing us into it. <laughs> she goes back to thank God I took the birth control. Thank God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if I had your baby? I, first of all, she's 100% right. She Mm -hmm. made the right call there. Um, I love that she is throwing, because of the way this man, she literally told us, Rob, when she was going back to the room, I'm going to make him feel how I feel. And he threw everything she was insecure about, her temper, her, like, you know, anger. He threw all of that at the ex and then promptly gets thrown in her face. She is now throwing every single insecurity Gino has about this relationship directly at him. And he doesn't know what to do with his face. His face looks like it's melting mm-hmm. down, but he's also trying to keep composure. He, the toothbrush is gone. She did not leave any stone unturned. And this was so good to watch. Puya, she takes his hat. <laughs> she takes his hat. <laughs> that, uh, that's like that clip on the next time on might be my favorite next time on we've seen. Oh, she that was on the next hat. time. That was the next time. Yeah. Yeah. So next time on, we're going to get more of that. She took his hat and left with it. She took his hat and I think she said, now you're naked. <laughs> hey, she answered the question, Rob. We talked about this early season. Socks more naked or hat more naked? For Gino, he is nude now. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's saying, oh, could you imagine? I thought my ex was bad. That was the appetizer to this. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and Rob, Gino tries with her. I feel like he's at this point, he's been hit enough. He then says something along the lines of, well, if you can't talk peacefully and mm-hmm. she immediately yeah, hits like him. He has nephew. the high ground. Yeah. Right. Like, shut up, Gino. Shut up. Shut up. I you hate don't you. Have a hat anymore. <laughs> I hate you. You broke my heart. Uh, okay. Jasmine, uh, you will never see me again. Yeah. And rightfully so. Rightfully so, Rob. Although it does seem like on the next time on, they will see each other again. Well, this isn't over yet. Not over. I need yeah. more. I need more. I need more too. I think until they still leave breathing. this island, yeah. yeah, until they leave this island, they will be, you know, in the same vicinity. Once they land back in mainland, she's gone. That's it. It's That's over. it. That's it for uh, Gino and Jasmine. And I don't know. Is it enough? Is it enough? Like, does Gino need to pay more? 
Gino, I don't, Gino could empty his bank account right now, and I don't think it'll undo what he's done. <laughs> I think the damage is more than done now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, I mean, this was the ultimate betrayal. Gino, uh, it was a miracle that he even uh, got Jasmine to date him and for him to turn around and like uh, betray her like this. Uh, this is probably one of the worst things we've seen on the show. Oh, yeah. And and the show did a good job of leading us through a false path for eight episodes where we start with this like doddering idiot who is like, we're like, oh, you're being played a fool by Jasmine. She's going to control everything. You are none the wiser. And here we are nine episodes later and I'm team Jasmine, uh, Mm -hmm. full on team Jasmine, championing Jasmine and uh, Gino, you know, he isn't anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, wow, that was great. Mm-hmm. That was great. Oh my god! So, uh, so much fun. I mean, will they both be at the tell-all this season? I would. I hope so. They have to be. They what have could they to bring be. up at the tell-all? You, you, will we we hear from Gino's ex-wife uh, at the tell-all? It's possible. They like to produce people from yes. the people's lives. I would love if the ex-wife comes through, which I think they will for sure contact her after this. Yeah. So we could expect the ex-wife. I think that both Gino and Jasmine will be there in some capacity. There, I'm excited to see them on the tell-all because uh, yes. it's just going to get messier. And one of my favorite things about the tell-all, Rob, is when all the other castmates dunk on each other. Yeah, that's great. Gino's going to get posterized so hard. It's By who? Who's going to be the person that's going to be dragging uh, Gino? Um, I think uh, Kim is going to dunk on him. I think, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Memphis could say Memphis some stuff might. about him. Yeah, Memphis mm-hmm. is going to have some things mm-hmm. to say. But yeah, this is, it's, it's going to be great. If I had to predict uh, Gino in studio, Jasmine uh, on on the TV screen. And I then, think so. And, and then we bring in, in person, uh, Gino's ex-wife. Ex- I can't wait. I can't wait. Can't get here soon enough, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we're going to talk 90 Day Fiance uh, reunion show, uh, but I just love that Sean is like, she's always like so composed with her notes and then just always like, this is like a totally like normal situation of like, okay, well, let's let's talk with Gino's ex who's here. Okay. And then uh, she's like, it's not like a totally bizarre situation that they're in right now. Yeah, and then mess happens, and then she just moves on to the next couple like nothing. I feel. All right. Well, what do you have to say about that? that was- yeah, I think she's done a lot of these now, so she's been desensitized to what's happening uh, at studio now. Okay. All right. Puya, I, I need a minute to compose myself. Uh, we got to take a break. Let's do it. All right. Uh, when we come back, we have a proposal this week. We do. Okay. Big news from. Mike and Jimena and uh, seemingly it seemed like that it was uh, the end of their story. Uh, But is it? Uh, We'll talk about it when we come back right after this. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, yeah, I was all ready to come on and talk about, boy, Mike and Jimena, boy, they had some bumps along the road, but... This was like a real feel-good story about the relationship of Mike and Jimena. I thought it was over. I thought, okay, well, maybe we'll see them on like 90 Day Fiance proper. Jimena, the boys, they move to uh, the, the United States. And next time we'll see them, we'll be on like a 90 Day Fiance proper. Might be a little bit of a snooze. Uh, I don't know how much more there is to do other than uh, Mike is messy. But I thought this was it. Yeah, I mean, it didn't, it looked like it was going to not end well, but then they really brought it back to life. And we needed this after this uh, meltdown between Gino and Jasmine. We needed a happy ending somewhere. Yeah, it was a feel good story, seemingly, but looks like it's going to take a. Uh, a nosedive uh, coming up uh, when we come back from the week off. But, you know, uh, it was Mike's last night in, uh, in Colombia. He mm-hmm. took him and his family out to go to uh, to eat. And I thought this was a pretty ballsy move of Mike, who is a tourist in this country, goes to a restaurant, hands the engagement ring to a complete stranger. Bring this out with the cake. Yep. Um, I did think about them. I'm like, I don't, are you that confident? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the cake looked nice. They had a cake ready. I love that he put so much work into this. Again, we, uh, all we were learning was that Mike is messy. He's disorganized. He doesn't really, you know, do things well. And then here he comes with this big dinner planned, you know, with a nice view, this nice cake. He gets this proposal ready. He invites all the family and there was just nothing negative I can say about this whole thing. Yeah. I didn't know why Mike had to give the ring away. Uh, like, I feel like was Jimena going to like frisk him before they went into the, to the party. I, I don't know why he couldn't just keep the ring in the pocket. Right. I feel like, give like the cake to the maitre yeah. d'. You hold the ring. Yeah. Well, like the, cause the little arch on the cake said like, will you marry me? So they put the ring in the center of the cake there, like on top of the cake. Oh, the ring I, was in the cake. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the ring was on the cake as a prop on, <laughs> with the case and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I've seen that like maybe the ring is in like the champagne glass and the champagne comes out. Um but I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen uh like the ring is a topping on the cake. I've never seen that either. Like Mike I invented that. You know, recently we we talked at length about people eating cake that you know someone if someone uses the same fork yeah. in a container will other people eat the cake yeah hope will chris you, Catan wasn't around 
Yeah, he. I mean, he'd be fine with it. I hope, and you know, he would have at least eaten the cake mm-hmm. because this, the, the, like you know, the little what do you call it? The thing the ring comes in, the little the jewelry box. box? Yeah, yeah. Because like, if that box is just on cake surface, right? Not on like something that's in between the cake and yeah. the surface. Yeah, that can clean be that. dirty. Yeah, you can't yeah. clean it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, it's a very romantic night, and Mike's taking everybody out for the nice dinner, and so. You know, they're having like a very, very nice time. And Mike gives a very nice toast to everybody. And they bring out the cake and the cake says, uh, Jimena, do you want to marry me? And we, and we cut away. I'm like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, they, they hit us with the jump scare, Rob. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mike's about to look like a dummy. He's going to have egg on his face. He did all this and it's not going to work out. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, because we come fine. back and man is crying. I'm like, she doesn't look thrilled, but she says, yes, I want to marry you. She accepts the proposal. Um, she says, uh, with all of Mike's habits, I wasn't sure, but then I saw the cake. Boy, it was some cake. <laughs> nice save you, by the cake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you, would you have had a slice of that? I don't know what was the, uh, like, the, the, I was paying attention to, like, what the writing said. I didn't get the chance to see, like, what the uh, inside of the cake was. Did you write it, it down? No, no. It, I mean, it looked like it had some strawberries on it, like white frosting. I taste it. Yeah, they look fine. Again, I'm not a big cake guy. I'm I don't a, love cake. I'm no Chris Kattan. Yeah, no, I'm no Taryn Armstrong. Uh, but there are two <laughs> cakes. That I will venture into um, chocolate cake, cheesecake. Those are yeah, the two that, things. That's like me. Yeah. Like I, I like a, a very rich dessert. Yes, like yes, uh, that sounds good. You've got like a like a bait, like a sheet cake and like vanilla icing. Like uh, too boring. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not doing it for as for Rob. Not yeah. doing it in a, for me. You know, like uh, you know, if I'm going to eat something bad, like it better be worth it. Right. If it's, if you're going to do, you know, do something like that, it might as well be the best of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Jimena, she's in, she's going to get married. Uh, Mike feels like uh, the luckiest person in the world. I mean, as he should, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he is very happy. Everything he wanted has worked out. I did like him in his little speech for the proposal saying, you know, I want to know how you think I've been doing with my progress since the get, like since the romantic trip of my, you know, doing the right being clean, doing the habits. I was like, yes, Mike, but also it's been seven days. Like, and you're on a vacation. Get Do this at home. Mm-hmm. And, and Jimena does say, I would like for you to continue doing this when you get back home. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If it's possible. Okay. They're, yeah. They're adorable. Um, You know, they yeah. got it. Okay. The, the cake helped. Cake, cake helped. Push it along. Yeah. So um, Mike is going back and Jimena seems sad. And he'll come back in a couple of months and the kids are sad and Mike has presents for the boys. And, uh, you know, Jimena takes him to the airport and he thinks about like, maybe I should just stay. I mean, he would not mind that, you know, he, he would have liked that, that a lot. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't stay. Jimena gives him a necklace and Mike doesn't want him to grow apart. And I felt like, OK, well, end of story. This is it. Before the 90 days, we're done. That's it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, uh, well, maybe not because it seems like yeah. there's trouble in paradise. Well, they had us fooled. They really made us think that oh, it's done and and you know that's it. That's Mike and Jimena over into the sunset. But then in the next time on, what we do see is that Mike is a little bit worried because Jimena's been playing a little distant with him. Uh-oh. So now he's gonna fly back. 
He's so, flying back, and then I think I also heard uh, something about a breast augmentation operation yes. that she's uh, looking for also. Yeah, so uh, uh, Mike's dad asks him, has she been asking for money? And this is after he says they've been dissident. Mm-hmm. Mike says, yeah, well, she wanted a, she wants to get a breast augmentation. Dad said, don't do it. And now he's going to Columbia to see what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, yeah, let's check this out. What's going, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah, let's review. I you Okay, my prediction, everything's fine. He's just paranoid. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. L- let's see. Let's see where we go from here. I'm excited. I'm mm-hmm. excited, Rob. I mean, listen, they seem so. I think my my whole thing with Mike and Jimena is I've never really truly felt like Jimena is a hundred percent with Mike. Like she likes him, but I think she doesn't feel that spark, you know. But sure. she still likes him. He means well, you know, etc. But I'm happy. They seem happy. The kids love seems him. like a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah. Her whole family have accepted him. It's lovely to see. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll catch up with Mike and Jimena when we come back after uh, the week off for the Super Bowl. All right. So, Puya, do you want to talk about Caleb and Alina? Yes. Because this is it. another one where I was really feeling like, okay, end of season vibes. But, you know, in hindsight... You know, and it feels like the, you know this is this is it for Caleb and Alina. I do wonder if after all of uh, the uh, news came out about how the TLC said, "Look, we are cutting ties with Alina. Uh, we're going to wrap up their story." I wonder if maybe this was like maybe four episodes worth of stuff that they gave us in two weeks, just to sort of like yada yada. Caleb and Alina, they're done. We won't hear from her at the reunion show. They really shoved it. It felt like they shoved it all into one episode to just get rid of them. Mm-hmm. I, I really do think so. I mean, they and mercifully, had, because it seems like there was nothing else there. There wasn't anything else there. Honestly, it felt like it was the appropriate amount of footage. Like it, it was mm-hmm. like one episode's worth of footage. But knowing TLC, they would have stretched it out for like three episodes. So I'm glad that we got it in that way. And I'm glad we can move past them swiftly because ultimately their story will end on a whimper. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so Caleb, Caleb and Alina, uh, they go they go back out. Alina talks about how you know she would like to be exclusive with Caleb, uh, mm. and he says um, thinks it might be a little too soon for that. Yeah, he doesn't feel like he can give her that answer yet, Rob. Right. So, but I mean, is this not the bare minimum of that? You know, I mean, you're you're in Kimberly and Usman territory because I feel like that. You know, she had been trying to ask him, like, well, what happens after this? Are we moving? Are, are you are you moving in with me? Am I moving to America? What what's the next step? Uh, and he's at the point where he can't even commit that they're not seeing other people. Right. Well, I feel like other people should be, you know, an easier one because it's but then the whole like using the word exclusive, I think, is what got him. What what made him think like, oh, you want me to literally like put a put a title on this relationship? I don't think he was ready. I think this happens a lot with long term relationship or sorry, long distance relationship couples, Rob, where they've been communicating, they've been close and then. When they're in person, one party might need a little bit more time than the other party before they're like, okay, we're official. It's happening. Um, But I do think that Caleb plays it like he doesn't understand why she's doing it. But I feel like we've watched eight episodes and it's very clear that Alina has wanted the the, the relationship defined from the minute she got there. And Mm -hmm. Caleb 
isn't able to give that to her. And I thought explained himself very well. Like, I, oh. you know, yeah. In that. Okay. So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. So when they're in the hotel and they're, and they're talking about all this stuff and he tells her that he doesn't know how he feels yet. He doesn't know what, if he can commit to this because he, for, for himself, he doesn't, he wants to be independent. He wants to do his own thing. And he didn't really realize how much work would be going into taking care of her. So I, I wanted to, I want to reemphasize that. I think he did a good job of explaining what he's feeling. It is very harsh to hear yeah. for someone yeah. like for Alina, right? It's very, very harsh to hear, but I'm glad I'm happy that he's not lying to her. I'm happy mm-hmm. that he's not, you know, placating her being like, Oh, we could be something. And then breaking up with her once they're like flown off. Fair. Okay. That, that is fair. Yeah. What yeah. I do hate about what Caleb does here is that he uh, like spins everything in that he is being like heroic. He sa- talks to her about how, well, the reason why I'm taking so long to decide this is out of respect for you, that it would be very disrespectful to you if I just ran into, rushed into making a decision. And then I feel like that I owe it to you to really think this through where the, we'll see later. Alina says like, well, this is uh, you know a BS story. Right, right. It's, he does, um, spin it in like that and i and i don't love that from him right i don't love the because like especially when you're seeing the other person just clamoring for you to talk about it you can't shut the door on them and not talk about it and and you know play around it i feel like you know you brought up the kimberly and usman thing i do feel like there were moments of from where i was like alina he's clearly not going to give you the answer so like don't push him or like don't don't you know Threaten like we're not like you have to tell me I'm not leaving here without an answer. I have to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, I think with them also, it's important to remember they've been together or they've known each other for 13 years. They're, they feel like this closeness more so than a couple have met for like a month. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that's why she's like, well, I want to know how much more of my life I can give you. Mm-hmm. They have some tense moments uh they uh go on the on the boat ride but uh, i i love that like back at the hotel what a power move for alina where she tells caleb okay i will sleep in this big bed and you i think should go sleep on that tiny couch over there he got couched rob he, he got, got couched you got the couch yeah. so, do you see that that sofa that that uh, about th- Three percent of your body can fit on. That's where you'll be sleeping tonight, and you're gonna be okay with it. You're gonna <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> okay, I totally, I, I respect, I respect that decision. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, yeah, as you alluded to, uh, you know, he does, he does tell her I, that I don't know if I uh, want a life of helping somebody uh, so much, which is brutal for Alina to hear. Yeah, I mean, it is. You know, she says that this is something she's had to deal with before and and you know when she puts her guard down and you know brings let someone in the hardest thing for you to feel after you let someone in is for, for someone to be like well i don't think i can sign up for this i don't think i could can do this i don't think i can be there for you i don't think i care because she also does say well when you love someone doesn't that mean that you're able to do all those things without having to think twice about it like mm-hmm. isn't that what love really is and yeah. i mean caleb pretty much tells us listen i'm selfish and i want to put me first and i don't think i could do you justice because i won't be able to put you first but how did this get so far 
how how did we end up here where you know they're in this like a uh, semi romantic relationship coming in like how did how did he mm-hmm. not know any of this it wasn't like she misled him right well i think i think that you know look no further than when he booked the hotel he booked for them mm-hmm. i don't think he just i don't think he realized rob i don't think he understood i think all he understood was okay so alina is a little person but like I think we can do all this stuff X, Y, Z. I don't know. Did he know how often Alina would need um, like a wheelchair or assistance to like go up to places and stuff like that? I don't think he fully grasped it or if he was told he didn't fully like, you know, consider it. He just kind of blindly followed the love part and not the logistic part at all. And then ends up in this situation. Now, had Caleb only known to say, well, you know, I've actually uh, been reading some of your Facebook posts and I actually you know, I can't be with this kind of person. Like I ever be like, okay, Oh, Caleb King. Yeah. You, you get it. That's good. You know, we stand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But you know, ultimately uh, that he just is just like at that point, it's like, okay, th- this is over. Um, Alina is asking him like, um, do you think we'll see each other again? Uh, he takes us to the airport. Um, he says, um, I hope so. I, I, I hope so. I, I, I sincerely hope so. They'll what never see think? each other ever again. Yeah. Do you, I was like, do you buy that? Do no. you think that's the case? No, that's it. No, that's it. Yeah. And I think that at the end, like they hug, they don't kiss. No, I mean this. Yeah. The relationship has been on the ropes pretty much. I think from the minute Elijah brought up the, um, Tell him, tell him about the the thing you're hiding from him. Mm-hmm. And since then, I feel like they've not been able to recover. That was his exit ramp. And then uh, he mm-hmm. has been like, uh, you know, full speed uh, out the door since that point. Yeah. Now, the big question for me, Rob, is do you think we'll see? I don't think Alina's on the tell all. I think yeah. that's been confirmed. Will we see Caleb on the tell all? Uh, um, I my uh, instinct is I feel no, because I feel like mm. first of all, then they have to talk about Alina and she's right. not there. So it's like, OK, well, if we're not talking about her, then why are we uh, even going to talk to Caleb? And it's not like Caleb is going to say anything like even like in his final confessionals, Caleb is talking about like, a, did I make the right decision? I don't know. Am I going to wake up tomorrow and feel like, uh, stop it. Come on. Uh, the, the, his mind's made up like uh, there's like no part of him that was like, OK, I think, uh, you know, I think I'm going to make this work. So, Honestly, yeah. And I think based on the way everything was going on the season and people's reception of him, I think he's he'd be happy not to be on the tell all. I yeah. think he's like, oh, I get a I get a clean break. I don't have to talk about this or anything. Perfect. Bye. Cool. Great. Great. Yeah. You know, in another world, it would have been great. Yeah. You have Elijah. Come on. You have like uh, it would have been good. But uh, that's not the world that we're living in. So, you know, Caleb and Alina, it was something. It was definitely something. Um, It was unexpected, to say the least, to see what would happen in the real time as the season was unraveling. But uh, I'm happy it's done. I'm happy we're we're, we're over this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, for Caleb and Alina, uh, we'll, uh, you know, see you never. Okay. Let's get to let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's talk about Ben and the great mahogany. <laughs> Our favorite mahogany. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Ben, he's pissed. But what does Ben do when he's pissed? He's taking it out on his body. 
<laughs> He's at the gym pumping iron. Yeah, but don't let Mahogany see his feet. That's his worst feature. <laughs> Rob, he woke up to no text message. Yeah, well, what, what's the difference between this and every other day? I mean, every other day is getting a text message. Now he's he still hasn't gotten a text message since being in Peru. And, um, you know, he's he's feeling the thing. He's trying to keep I think he's trying to keep himself in check. But I think he's slowly but surely unraveling here. Yeah. OK, so he reaches out to Mahogany and uh, he's got a uh, like basically a, a Hail Mary gonna write her the the longest text message in the history of humankind it looked pretty massive right yeah 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 this would have this would have switched to mms if he was texting someone with an sms it would have not okay stuck. yeah all right um let me read to you from a post on the 90 day fiance subreddit uh the runaway train by ben as transcribed by me uh and this is from uh user Latin underscore EX. Okay. Okay. It was a runaway train. Every passenger's nightmare. Brakes failed in a sharp turn just a mile ahead. And a woman screamed out that set off the panic. People opening windows, shoving and crying, except for one. So but yeah, the, the idea of the runaway train is that the train has gone off the tracks. So the train has gone onto tracks that... It, it should not be on. I think off the tracks is what mm-hmm. I'm taking mm-hmm. from it. Okay. All right. Let's say brakes failed and a sharp turn just a mile ahead. So the, the train is veered off of the tracks and is, and is going into a mountain? Yes. Okay. All right. Sitting across from each other, a gentleman in a black suit winked at the woman in red heels. He slowly smiled and stood, reaching his hand out to her and whispered in her ear, Vamos a balar. Uh, the passengers sat back down as the train hurled towards the steep turn. People were laughing now and clapping in time as the talented couple whirled up and down the aisle. The old train came off the wheels around the corner but settled back on the tracks to the cheers of all that continued on its way. Baby, my beautiful mahogany, the train is already going too fast to stop. Let's just dance. There were tracks that were by the steep turn. Apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's going too fast. So it's not going to stop. Rob, my big question now yeah. is um, what is Ben smoking on uh, in the AM like this? What In what world, if you're being ghosted for 24 hours, yeah. do you think writing this soliloquy about a train is going to be what brings you out. Oh, Mahogany is going to be like, oh, I was, I was so moved. All right. Yes. I'm yeah. actually at this location. Come find me. Yep. Is there really a lot of room to dance in a, it's not like a subway where people like, uh, you know, come in and then do a dance for you. I feel like a train is not really an ideal spot to do like ballroom dancing. No, I feel like a train, like Tango. the aisle, the aisle on a train is roomier than the aisle on a plane. Yeah. Let alone a runaway right. train. Right, but I also agree. I think Subway has a wider um, middle, mm-hmm. like a wider mm-hmm. aisle. So I, this, you know, we call this podcast the Hot Mess Express. And uh, Ben <laughs> said, that is my name now. I am the Hot Mess Express. I am the one who trains. <laughs> okay. Ben 
it's just kind of very confused about what is going on here. Um, none, none of this really makes uh, it makes any sense. At this point, I can understand how my friends would think that this is a catfish situation. Yeah, but, nah, not quite. Not me. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, what, did, what is the word he used here? He said that this feels like a cerebral connection. The most cerebral comments he's ever had. So he, this is different than yeah. the last time he got catfished. Yeah. So he FaceTimes with a friend. Did you catch this guy's name? Uh, Jason. 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 Okay. And Jason, a lot of patience for his idiot friend, Ben. That's all you can give your friends, Rob, sometimes. You just have to give them the patience and let them be, you know, be their messy selves. Does he need tough love, though? Does, does he say, Ben! You you are that this is not real. Yeah, well, I agree with the tough love until he boards the plane. Then you kind of have to, you know, baby him a little bit because yeah. he did. He is getting stood up on Come an international home. level now. Come yeah. home, yeah. Come back to us. <laughs> let it let it go. Let it go. <laughs> and he's like, um, hmm, it's just uh, she's not messaging me. The friend says, you know, you got to see everything in front of you, Ben. Come on. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the friend is working on him uh, and he's been catfished before. You know, this isn't his first rodeo, but he doesn't believe this is a catfish, Rob. So this is this doesn't count. Yeah. He's been catfished once. He's been catfished once, but this does not feel like that because, uh, you know, this is he would know if this was a catfish. So he's going to go to the town of San Bartolo to see. What's going on? Um, again, s- strong feelings for Mahogany, but he, but he's a realist. I have not built her up to be immortal. I know that she is just a person. Yeah, she's just a person. Probably, don't right? Let her, <laughs> yeah, don't let her hear that after that poem. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, selling her short. Okay. So, yeah. so Ben gets in a cab to go to the town. And for the first time, uh, he gets a message. Yes. Yes, he does. So he's going to Saint, uh, San Bartolo, which is what he believes the town that Mahogany is at. And, you know, he asks the cab driver on the way there, like, do you know any good restaurants there? He names one. He's like, okay, that's the one I'm going to. So he texts Mahogany, Rob. He texts Mahogany, I'm going to be at this place. So, oh, and he says it, um, I'm headed your way, dot, dot, dot terrifying message to see mm-hmm. um and then what does she say rob she replies mahogany finally breaks silence to say yeah saint bartolo is very distant from lima yeah you know what else is very distant mahogany from ben <laughs> yeah extremely could so. not be more distant very much <laughs> very wooden response also mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i want the confidence ben has in so many other aspects of my life Right, it's the blind confidence that things will work out. So, well, I gotta go. So, I'll be there. And so, the least she could do is come see me at the restaurant. That's all I can ask for. The least she could do. And so, <laughs> he goes to the restaurant, <laughs> and sits, waits, and waits. I really, you know, they really tricked me at the end. I, I thought for a split second, like, wait. Is Mahogany about to walk in? No, Rob, (laughs) the man walked in and ordered a water and stayed there for an hour and a half. Of course, it was 
the uh, waitress coming through to be like, hey, are, so are you going to order anything? Mm-hmm. We're just going to waste our time here. Yeah. They did fake me out briefly. <laughs> Where, where's I mean, this all end, Puya? What do we take? When does Ben leave? Okay. So at some point, Ben has to cut his losses, take the L on the chin and leave, right? The show will not let us know that yet because he won't be on next episode. I think, Rob, this will either end in the real mahogany showing up Mm -hmm. or Ben leaves with hat in hand and then the during the tell all more like hat thrown out the window like uh, with Gino and Jasmine. Right. The producers might produce whoever is behind mahogany for the tell all. Oh, yeah. They've done that before. That would be great. Yeah. So I think they can they're able to do that. They're able to try and do that potentially. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sean could be like, Ben, do you have anything to say to the person that has been messaging with you? Do you think there's any possibility for a relationship with this person? No! <laughs> no, it, it, but it. It, this stupid idiot might. Yeah. I mean, well, we had this connection that was, you know, so spiritual. All right. <laughs> we have one other couple to talk about. And then we're going to talk about the tell-all from 90 Day of the Single Life. Okay. Let's talk about Memphis and Hamza. Let's do it, Rob. They're back. They're back on our screens once again. They're back. You know, I am losing confidence in the uh, Memphis and Hamza of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you should, Rob, it's getting worse and worse. Um, I, th- I feel like it's been an accelerated timeline with them this episode, too. It feels like they just get went from bad to worse to worse the whole way through. Yeah, well, they woke up at the hotel and even though Memphis was hungover, seems like that the night before had gone good. Yes, we did start with with the peak of them, because mm-hmm. apparently, Rob, last time we heard about them having sexy time. Hamza was not delivering. No. We'll call him Domino's because he delivered last night. He delivered. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently Memphis says alcohol warms you up and he did perform. She was very happy. Yes. And, you know, this is a positive thing. We're like, okay, okay, maybe Hamza's turning it around. Maybe Memphis is more so now excited about this because now the sexy time's going well. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That was yes. a big, okay. big part of the problem. One hurdle has been cleared. Okay, so they're going to go to the embassy, but they're gonna, first they're going to stop to eat. Uh, Memphis says she wants chicken, fish, and steak. I am not mad at that. Sometimes, you know, when I'm hungover, I want everything. everything. I can't decide. Yeah, everything. Give me a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. It's great. Not a lot of dishes with chicken, fish, and steak. No, you have to order them separately, right? You, surely you can't. There's no such like. There's no land, sea, and air platter. Like that's not a thing. <laughs> okay, so all right, um, they they're eating, and Hamza says, "You know, eat eat up." Uh, he he says his quote. Uh, you know, he he. She says, "Are you trying to get me fat?" And he says, "He like he likes a woman who's fat." Yes, I believe the reason. He, you know, tries to clarify with with as much as he can. He says, "Fat." Oh, sorry. Where? <laughs> okay, I missed. I missed the quote. I missed. Okay, out of context. <laughs> Turn the podcast off. Yeah, stop it. Leave us alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he essentially, Rob says that um, fat equals fat boobies, and and he's in the business of fat boobies. That's yes, what he likes. Yes, I, I believe he even clarifies: no woman is fat with small boobies. 
Right. So, you know, that's what that's what Hamza said. Mm-hmm. Memphis seems tickled by this. She gets a good chuckle out of her um through him saying this. But then Rob all downhill. I thought, yeah, I thought when he said this, I'm like, I don't know if, if this is right for you to say, Hamza. And I thought Memphis might see something. Memphis didn't. We learned, Rob. Memphis had something else brewing that she wanted to talk about yeah. here at this lunch. So Memphis timing is curious on all this stuff. I mean, <laughs> it seems like that Memphis has like some serious discussions that she wants to have with Hamza. Seems like at any point in the last two years might have been good times to do this. Uh, here we are, like on the way to the embassy to get married, and she brings up prenuptial agreement. I need you. I need you to sign a prenuptial agreement. She talks to him. Um, you know, again, I know there's a language barrier, but you know that the bedside manner, I feel like, is not always there. Like, I need you to sign the prenuptial agreement so you can't take my money if we get divorced. Yeah, it's <laughs> you can't have any of my money. Like, damn, okay, protecting the assets. I see you. I see you, Memphis. Yeah, I feel like this is the second time now where she's pretty much ultimatumed him of if we don't get married before I leave, we're not dating anymore. And if you don't sign this prenup, I'm not mar- I'm not marrying you. And, you know, in the translation of it all, I think the way Memphis uh, Hums is hearing this is you don't trust that we're going to be together. You're already thinking divorce. I don't think we're going to divorce. I don't believe in divorce. And she said, well, it could still happen. And he feels a little bit insulted. I feel like he feels a little bit emasculated by what's happening yeah, here and in he the future conversation. He's yeah, humiliated. Exactly. And he doesn't love that for him. So ultimately now he does agree to the, the prenup, um, but they, he did push back a little bit. Yeah, he says, I don't care anything about your possessions. So like, fine, good. Mm-hmm. Then you'll, then you'll sign, sign it. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Fine. Um, but you know, he talks about there's keeps being problems that, that come up. Um, and he's thinking that Memphis feels like that, um, he's greedy and she, and she can sense that there's been a shift. He's not acting like himself and he is, he is frustrated. Yeah. He's starting, you know, the, the nods and the yeses are starting to fade now and, and they're getting a little bit more dialogue. This is getting a little bit more serious here. And I don't think he's completely okay with the way things are going here with them. Mm-hmm. And um, so they end up going to the embassy, Rob. Yeah. And, you know, Memphis goes in an hour later. Memphis comes back with the paperwork. But yeah. then there's more grilling to be done. And I'm not talking fish, chicken, or and, steak. Yeah, yeah. So they want to know about the wedding. Uh, Hamza says it's a surprise. Big red flag for Memphis seeing that Hamza is not good at planning. Yeah, she did not let this go because, you know, he wants to make it a surprise. He has a little thing planned. She's like, no, mm-hmm. um, I need to know what it is. And I need to know how much money you're spending and how much it's going to how much of my money you're going to be spending. Yeah. But again, she's like, how much money for the wedding? Uh, it's not good. The cadence, the the tone. Mm-hmm. If I don't know the language, well, I'm assuming you're mad at me. Yeah. Or yelling at what me. Are, what yeah. are you yelling? What are you shouting? About? <laughs> and so. It again feels like that this is something that they should have talked about before, but like at some point, 
Yeah, not on the way to the embassy and on the way out of the embassy. These are not conversations for then. Because I like I assumed that when they were having this this wedding in the three weeks, like it was kind of just kind of be like a ceremony. Like I, I thought it was like a courthouse thing. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know that there was a reception and I'm not sure Hamza did either. <laughs> Oh, do you think Hamza just thinks they're going to suit up and go to the, the courthouse type thing as well? I mean, I, do you think he has something planned? I mean, his track record for planning has <laughs> been great. So, no, I mean, yeah. he did book the nice Airbnb place, though. That's we, true. That's true. He but that, means, that. that might have been the honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe he just double booked it. Okay. I don't know. Now I'm scared. Now I'm scared for uh, Hamza here. I don't think he's, he knows what he signed up for. But again, this is you're right. This is something the both of you should be on the same page on. Right. And have clarified well before any of this started happening. Because nobody does a surprise wedding. Like, you, you know, you have a surprise proposal. But I'm pretty sure you would think that Memphis would want to be involved in the planning of the wedding. No, you know. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. You're not doing a surprise wedding. A wedding is something mm-hmm. that's, at, like, if anything, over-prepared or over-detailed yeah. for a lot of couples. Well, I mean, a lot of times the wedding is a surprise for the groom of, like, I, I didn't know we were doing that. Oh, right. It's like, okay, you take care of it. Like, <laughs> no, you stay out of my way. I'll take care of it type vibes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Memphis is like that. I don't think Memphis wanted him to take care of it and she'll just show up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She wants this to be presented. And again, this is where the money comes in, Rob. Again, second time out of nowhere, we're talking finances. How much is it going to cost me? Yeah, But then that's not the last time money comes up this episode either. Well, she asks him about how, so do you have any money in a savings <laughs> account or are you broke? <laughs> like, which again, you could have, like, you didn't need the last part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any money put aside or are you a bum? Like, which one is it? There is no in between. You can't be like, do you have a stable? No. Are you broke or no? He does say no, to be fair. So, you know, he says, no, I I don't have any savings. I feel like that the translator uh, did Memphis a solid and didn't add in the last part about or are you broke? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad there wasn't a word for that in the translation. By the way, I would say that. Memphis's translator makes Mike's translator look like the Rosetta Stone. Like Mike's is the better one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know what they're using because Mike is using the little translator egg thing that we have made fun of in other 90 day franchises Mm -hmm. because it wasn't good. But it seems to maybe got a firmware update. It's looking better. Mm -hmm. Is he using Google Translate or is he using another app? Because whatever he's using isn't working that well for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Memphis says, when you come to America, I want everything to be 50-50. So it's a little unreasonable uh, to start off, right? Honestly, if he's telling you I I don't have savings then it's automatically not going to be 50-50, whether he says yes or not. And I agree with you. It is unreasonable, especially because she will be his primary like sponsor when he moves. Like mm-hmm. On paper and everything, she's the primary uh, person there. Now, if she said, when you get there, you will also work. We will also, we'll both make money. That's a different discussion. Right. Maybe it's the simplifying of the language that's making it sound a lot um, harsher. Because 50-50 I mean, I'm reasonable. hearing her in English. Yes, but 
it's it's the I don't know I don't know it's it's because it's like fifty fifty is reasonable I think it's completely reasonable sure um but I mean Hums is gonna like land in the U S and like uh, be making like seventy k a year like uh, I mean I, I he mean, can't even Robbie can't even work like the first six I know not until he gets his work permit which takes like months so yeah. he's coming in with whatever money he's coming in with and making nothing mm-hmm. for at least half a year so yeah okay so. Hamza finally says, you know, stop. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Uh, I, I think he's had enough. I think he's he ready to get up. off. Yeah. Uh, and, not, and not in a super uh, a quick way like he usually does. I think he's, uh, that's it. <laughs> well done. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I've, I feel like he's just, he's ultimately fed up now. I think he, he feels like he's been rolling with all the punches and like, you know, agreeing to everything and trying to work with her, reason with her. But I think he's starting to feel, again, he says that she's making me feel weak. I think he's just getting a lot of negative, 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 and there's not enough positive input Mm -hmm. here for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. He says, are you going to spend your whole life with someone that can hurt you? Right. And, you know, ultimately, these are, you know, these are problems for them. And, And I think Memphis is in the right to have all these things talked about. I mean, we've both agreed they should have talked about these things a lot sooner. So they'd be on the same page, but then also Memphis is the one that still wants to push for them to get married. So it is difficult for him to hear. Yes, uh, we have to get married. Otherwise this relationship's over, but also there's like 18 red flags about you that I want to bring up, but I'm still marrying you. Like he's, you know, Mm -hmm. the hums is going through the ringer here. Okay. That's uh, Memphis and Hamza. Well, do we get them in the next time on? Uh, we do get them in the next time on Hamza tells Memphis. I think we rushed into marriage. I yeah. think we're rushing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not shocked. That's where we end up landing with them, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I think they're one of the ones that we're going to get all the way to the finale. I think Memphis and Hamza, their story's not moving as fast as some of the others. So I think that means we're going to get them in the finale. Okay. All right. So let's look at our spreadsheet here and update yes. the power rankings for a week. To week. Okay. Uh, last week, after last week's episode, our, out of our seven couples, uh, we had from seven to one. Uh, in seventh place, it was uh, Kim and Usman bringing up the rear. Uh, ben and Mahogany uh, just ahead. Caleb and Alina uh, were at five. Uh, Johnny and Ella were four in our power rankings. Uh, Gino and Jasmine uh, like look like they're due for a fall. Uh, they were at three in the power rankings. Mike and Amena were number two. And Memphis and Hamza uh, were at number one. Okay. For uh, Kim and Usman, uh, can they move up from the bottom spot this week? I mean, they were not so we're, on the show. They were not. We did get a next time on. And Kim is up to her same business where she says, if we leave here and we're not in a relationship, I'm done. Yeah. And Usman, I believe, think, is like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's about right. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks for the PS5. Yeah, I think they stay there. I think they stay in seventh. Honestly, I was going to propose maybe can there be a joint seventh, but then. I think it would be a tie a little, for, yeah. uh, because basically like uh, these power rankings are based on like what what is the percentage chance that these two will be a couple like beyond 90 day fiance, the chance of like, what what are the chances of if if not even a happy marriage and like a a marriage, uh, Mm. Kim and Usman, uh, I I feel like are probably still at pretty close to 0%. I think it's could only go worse than zero. It's never going to get better. It's over. All right. Can Ben and Mahogany uh, uh, move up at all? 
given how much he is still in belief, mm-hmm. you know, given that he was stood up at another country, stood up twice at the, another country, his belief alone at least gives him a 2%. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, that Caleb and Alina, should they be in the sixth spot? They're in the Kim and Usman spot, right? It was uh, if we leave here and we're not defined, we're done. Mm-hmm. And they left. They're done. Not defined. They're done. They're done. It's over. Yeah. Pushing okay. zero. Um, should should Caleb and Alina actually be in uh, seventh place, considering that at least uh, Kim is still hasn't gotten on the plane yet? They're, yeah, their story. They're still in the same hotel. Their mm-hmm. story's not completely done. Yeah. Caleb right, and let's Alina's book it. is shut. Caleb yeah. and Alina, that's it. That's never happening. She's off the show. Uh, forget mm-hmm. it. And so, look, so now this is okay. Seventh place, Caleb and Alina. Sixth place is Kim and, Kim Usman. and Usman. And then, okay, do you that have Gino and Jasmine fallen far enough that should they be below Ben and Mahogany? Of course, they're never getting back together. I know they're in the same place right now, but there is literally mm. nothing. Gino didn't. This is, so t- the- this is really tough for me. Oh, tell me more. Well, Jasmine exists. Jasmine is a person who uh, that she is actually alive and right exists. Okay, so, so I will counter argue this with this what I'm about to say. In that Ben fell in love with the words from Mahogany. There is still a percentage chance that whoever is behind yes. the account for Mahogany, I agree. he might still be in I love agree. with. Okay. All right. I just wonder. Jasmine, she she loves passionately. She hates passionately. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance that she the, the blood is boiling? Could it could it come back down? Is there any chance? Is there a one percent yeah. chance? I think the biggest asset Gino had going for him was that he was devoted to her and only had eyes yeah. for her and did everything for her and obeyed her. And he's literally done none of those things. Now. She could so, do a lot better. All right. All yeah. right. Fine. So uh, Gino and knows. Jasmine are five. Ben and Mahogany somehow with Mahogany not even existing are number four and maybe They've higher, maybe up. higher. Okay. Rob, uh, Ben and Mahogany have gone from seventh to sixth. To they're moving up the every week. Weeks. They might be number one by the end of the season. I mean, I would love to see that. It'd be bizarre. Yeah, we could see it. Yeah, I and I do think that you're right. There is a non-zero chance that Ben, whenever the person who is mahogany reveals themselves, there is another mm-hmm. human being on the other end of that phone. That could yeah. be Ben Solmi. Yeah, it's like we find out. All right, Ben, we were looking for mahogany and we mm-hmm. found her. Yeah. Mahogany was slam tea all along. He's it like, was slam oh. tea. Okay. All right. All right. Well, this wasn't really what I was looking for in a potential mate, but I mean, the Lord works in mysterious ways. And, and we will dance together in Mm -hmm. in this train Mm -hmm. into the moonlight. Yeah. I mean, listen, wilder things could happen, but I think we have to wait. Could I have imagined myself five years ago being with the manager of the King of Africa, the the King of Africa's manager. I I, (laughs) know. No, I couldn't, but I also couldn't imagine being at, at, at my age in peak physical condition and meeting the person of my dreams on 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 a, a dating app. So maybe maybe this is my path. Yeah. And alternatively, Rob, we could get to the tell-all. He still hasn't met a mahogany. 
but he's still talking to this mahogany account. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that I don't think he's ending it quite yet. Mm-hmm. So fourth seems appropriate. It's Could like a good we get separator. a tell all where Sean says, "Okay, well we we do have via AOL <laughs> instant messenger. Mahogany is going to be joining us." <laughs> We're going to type to Mahogany throughout the tell-all yes, and the Mahogany, screens pop-up Mahogany messages. says that she's too shy to join us, so uh, we're going to be bringing you her text responses. So we're getting a message from Mahogany. Mahogany says, I really enjoy talking to Ben, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Winky face. <laughs> Red shoe emoji, tuxedo emoji, train emoji. <laughs> Yam emoji. <laughs> five yams yeah okay <laughs> all right so that then brings us to all right gina uh so we have mike and amena memphis and uh, hamza uh johnny and ella johnny and ella uh get the bye again this week you know johnny and ella uh next week it looks like ella is going to tell johnny if he doesn't go to dubai then she's going to start seeing other people Yes, and he does have a very clear negative, like, no, 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 no reaction to it. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose her. So this is obviously leaning towards the Caleb, Alina, Kim, and Usman side, but I think he's going to fight for it. So I think this might push him to go to Dubai. They're inconclusive. I think, who are the three left? Memphis, Hamza, Mike, Amena. I think, Rob, I think with what we have, I want to put them in second place. Hmm. Okay. Over Memphis and Hamza. I think Memphis and Hamza. They they are the yeah, they are trending in a negative direction. Like the thing I keep saying about Johnny and Ella, at least they want to be together. Like they, yes. they have their own issues of like that. It seems like that for Johnny, like he has like a, you know, a fear of COVID and uh, Ella is being impatient, but at least they want to be together. Like they are separated by obstacles, but the mm-hmm. obstacles are not that they don't want to be together. Right. Right. It's that, you know, they're being kept apart for X, Y, Z reason. Not for not liking each other right. or any problems the other has. Yeah. All of their problems in the relationship are external. Uh, neither of the problems are that the other person uh, it doesn't want to be in the relationship. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they they can take second place. I think Memphis and Hamza, the strains that are coming through it's with It's not these, looking good. No. I mean, the, literally, if the next episode begins with Hamza saying, I think we're rushing into this marriage. Mm-hmm. And and there's all these concerns coming up. I think they move down one for sure. Or okay. two, sorry. Okay. Uh, and does that put Mike and Jimena at the top spot? If you get engaged on the episode. Yeah. Top spot. No, move, moving to number one. Okay. And we'll see what happens. They could have a fall from grace, but uh, mm-hmm. that'll uh, give us our power rankings once again. So uh, top spot, Mike and Jimena. There you go. Congratulations. They've earned it. Yes. They've earned it, Rob. They've gone from fourth to second to now first. Moving up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, it's, um, did we say uh, number two is Memphis and Hamza or Johnny and Ella? Uh, number two is Johnny and Ella. Johnny, number, and, Ella. Yeah, Johnny and Ella. Johnny and Ella are number two. Number three, Memphis and Hamza. Number four, Ben and Mahogany. Even if Mahogany doesn't even exist, it's amazing uh, that <laughs> they are number four in our power rankings of who will be together after the season. Number five is Gino and Jasmine. Number six, Kim and Usman. And number seven, Caleb and Alina. Should we get those tweeted out this week, uh, Puya? Do you think that that would uh, generate some buzz for the 90 Day Fiance recap? 
I mean, I think we should let the people see what we've done, especially if someone's like, you know, maybe yeah. not been around for a couple episodes. Like, why is Ben and Mahogany in fourth place? Yeah. They'll have to listen to find out. Yeah. I think it's well-reasoned. It's not a spoiler, right? I wouldn't say so. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. giving away why they're where they are. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's work on that. We'll see if we can get that out as uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> l- later on. Or maybe I'll just tweet it out uh, later on during. Uh, it's a spoiler for the podcast, but you'll hear why. Okay. All exactly. right. Puya, Are you ready to talk about 90 Day Fiance, the single life? Oh, yes, Rob. Let's do this. Okay. So. All right. Hold on. Let's 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 just take a break. Okay. Let's get recenter. When we come back, mm-hmm. we're talking about uh, the 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life, part two of the reunion show that aired on Discovery Plus. When we come back, right after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Puya, let's talk about 90 Day Fiance, the single life reunion show. All right, this is your bag. So you you drive this thing. Will do, Rob. I'm in the driver's seat, seatbelt on, checked my, you know, tens and twos ready to go. Um, So I, after watching part one, Rob, I had to get you involved with this mm-hmm. tell-all. I know you love these tell-alls. So I said, Rob, watch the first part, watch the second part, come through for this second bit with me. Now, do you have any thoughts on what you saw in part one, which was the longer part of these? How did you feel about watching this tell all? I mean, the tell all is my love language. I love it. It's uh, <laughs> it's so great to see. I mean, we spent a lot of time with uh, Colton and his mom and Big Ed and and Liz, but I felt like there were um, things really got wild in a couple of the segments. Uh, really. Uh, the Stephanie storyline, which, like, uh, again, I, I don't even know what I watched. Uh, they got really wild. Yeah, Stephanie kind of overshared. And I, and I you know, I referenced it a lot, but like, it was a little too much for my liking. Uh, but this is what happens when the Discovery Plus uh, tell-alls happen. It's completely uncensored. They say whatever they want. And we learned even more than just the jarred farts with Stephanie here. I mean she talked about so many different things that nobody was asking about. Nope. nope. <laughs> nobody was asked about. I mean, Colton's mom was uh, really, I don't think she was ready for that. I feel like, you know, she seemed very intrigued and, and I just, I had a Stephanie, you know, for someone who didn't give us anything on the show, kind of just focus on the, my celibacy, my side, didn't really share, open up, 
She yeah, let it all over. out. She let it all out in this tell all and then some. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was extreme. Mm-hmm. The freakiest freak of uh, 90 Day Fiance. Which I wouldn't have said that leading up to this finale. <laughs> yeah. But here we are. She yeah. talked about how, you know, she had been dating her hairdresser. She dated a, a, a woman. It didn't work out. She got a new hairdresser. But she talked about that mm-hmm. she met she met this man. And this he sounds like quite a catch. And she met this guy who she has this great relationship with. And they have all sorts of uh, ex- experimental things that they're doing. And she was talking about like, uh, they have these, uh, they have a remote control and Colton's mom is like, you mean like a car? Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, not like, no, a, not, like a, uh, not like a remote control car. Oh my God. Yeah. Debbie has been a wild Rob. So Debbie, yeah. she used to just be, um, she was the the Colt's mom, yeah. and Colt was the one on ninety. Debbie was kind of like a side character. This season, it's flipped, and Debbie was the main yes, feature. Yes, and I, I get it. Yeah, Debbie exploring her sex life has been a wild ride this yeah, past season. I will game. say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this episode in the part two, Rob, we specifically really covered two couples. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Sinjin and Tanya, and then obviously Mike and Natalie were the last couple we touched on, uh, but they kind of made it so that they bridge the first part and the second part with Jesse and Jennifer. This is your first time interacting yeah. with these yeah. two. What were your thoughts? I don't even, I can't even follow what's going on. Uh, I mean, there's so many different uh, people that they brought in of, uh, I mean, last week was a lot of, so it, it's, it's Jesse and, and, and who is the woman? Um, Jennifer, Jennifer. Okay. So they brought in this guy, Jennifer's ex, Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. So Jennifer's ex. Okay. So Tim and Jennifer were featured on a previous season of 90 Day okay. Before the 90 right, So Days. then who was the first guy that they that they debated? What is the definition of sex? Um. Oh, that was Kakwa. So Kakwa is who Jennifer was seeing and is a longtime friend of Jennifer's. Yeah. She she had like this is a friend she had before Jesse and then. When Jesse got involved and and went to see her, she had she started she stopped seeing Kakwa. Yeah, and then she kind of alluded that nothing happened between them to Jesse, mm-hmm. and then is I think you know something happened, but she's keeping it on the wraps. So that's who you first met was Kakwa. Yeah, but it was a wild that uh, this like uh, Clintonian discussion of like what is what is sex like uh, is hugging sex was was explored. Yes, it was hugging sex was explored and then people were like, no. And then Jennifer argued, well, you know, sometimes if it's tantric and they hug, you know, they can, you know, arrive at completion. Climax, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no, that we don't care. Like that doesn't, completion doesn't count. We're talking about specifically But one is thing that what that happened? Because I don't think anybody was saying that that's <laughs> no. what happened. So no. why is this guy saying that they had sex and she says that they didn't? Uh, but but he's like sort of like being coy about like well you know sex could mean a lot of a, a lot of things but like he's not trying to say like there was like okay different like okay this base this base this base that counts as sex like I don't I don't know it was like well if you are you know close enough like you don't have to like actually be physical to have sex like I don't know I I, I couldn't follow what was going on and then you had like Big Ed but butting in every like I think they had sex. Yeah, shut up, Big Ed. No one asked you. <laughs> I, love, the- I love it when the other people interject to add their two cents. 
Yeah. No, my favorite was when uh, earlier in the part one, when Colt tried to was talking and Big Ed tried to get involved and Colt just yelled at him. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I love Natalie butting in. I love Colt's mom butting in. It's uh, it's great. So that, that was all weird about mm-hmm. that. And then they brought in um, Jennifer's ex. Uh, and then that was like a weird situation also of, uh, of talking about like there was was. Did did Tim is his name? Yeah. Did Tim say Jesse is the hottest guy to ever be on 90 Day Fiance? Yeah, this made no sense to me. But like, okay, so the whole thing with Tim and if y'all don't know, Rob is losing it back here. Um, Rob. Tim and Jennifer's relationship was not great. Right. Um, and it, and it culminated in they never got intimate and, right. and he never really tried to get intimate. So Jennifer, now, could, why didn't he say that? Well, in my mind, my, by my definition, <laughs> we, we did have sex. We hugged. Mm-hmm. I gave you a warm embrace. That should count for mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah, the accusations hurled at him from from beyond just like Jennifer, but like the 90 day universe is that maybe Tim isn't into women. It's not okay. kind of something that's been flown around. And I think this is more of her trying to make it seem like Tim was never interested in her and like is more interested in Jesse. Who is the it, woman that was with Tim? That is Veronica. So Veronica is who is is Tim's ex-wife is, is who okay. he yeah. So another part of the relationship that was kind of bad was that Tim and Veronica clearly have a good friendship and Jennifer hated it. Jennifer hated that he was close yeah. to his ex and she just became a main feature on the show because Tim and Veronica typically you can find them on pillow talk, watching the show, giving okay. reactions, etc. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, uh, weird. And then everybody like mm-hmm. turned on Jesse of like, we think he's arrogant. Which he is, which he is. Um, he literally. What does he do? Okay, so Jesse's whole thing is Jesse is like, oh, I'm I'm attractive. I own all these businesses. I'm I my life is luxury. I'm all about travel. I'm more about seeing the world. And then he also had the line, obviously, of you know they're all just jealous of like two hot people living their best life. Like he really thinks he's all that in a bag of mm-hmm. chips. Like that is how he acts and then also when he talks he kind of gives off that vibe as well and then if you've seen him on his other seasons he's kind of a horrible person generally so you put all that together you put him with jennifer you get both of these two yelling at tim and like kind of berating him live on television Mm -hmm. it's not hard to see why they feel that way about jesse but also they don't believe jesse they don't believe that jesse's in it at all they think he's you know not really being honest with with how he feels and all that so that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with Jesse getting you know that kind of backlash, and I'm okay with not talking about him any further. Who was Jesse's the- uh, person from his original season of oh, 90 Day? Dear Lord, so Jesse was with a woman named Darcy. Darcy. Um, Darcy has a twin named Stacy, and they have their own, their own show. They spin off into their own franchise. They're yes. on three seasons deep in that show oh now. Oh my god! Yeah, and and Darcy and Jesse had a very rocky relationship like he but he toyed with her big time rob like she wanted all she wanted was to get married to jesse and during their first trip he got down on one knee but when he pulled out a ring he clarified this isn't an engagement ring this is like a promise ring kind of Mm -hmm. thing so potential 
Right. It literally a potential ring. And, and that happened. And then he gaslit her quite a few times as well. He caused a lot of stirs and yeah, it, Jesse is messy basically. <laughs> um, and it rhymes too. So, you know, it's legitimate, Yeah, but yeah. And, and I mean, Darcy has her own set of problems too, mm-hmm. but that was a couple that became, they were part of the reason why before the 90 days got as big as it did. Cause they were part of the first time round of it all. Um, Darcy and Jesse were, so they were part of the inaugural, but then now he's with Jennifer. They seem to be happy. I yeah. don't see anything else here. They really brought Tim in to stir some drama and they got what they wanted here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which then takes me, let's go over now to Sinjin's storyline, Rob. This is the first time you're meeting Sinjin and Tanya. I think I saw him in his original season for a couple episodes, but, but overall I found everything with Sinjin very boring. It was very boring. Sinjin came into this tell-all with an abundance of audacity is how <laughs> I find. Um, so basically we had already seen Sinjin a little bit earlier in the, in the first part of the tell-all here. He comes in the second part of the tell-all Missy, AKA Tanya's mom is now here. And we learned a little bit about some of these uh, interactions they've been having post divorce, Rob, mm-hmm. uh, in that Sinjin apparently has asked Tanya for money before. Yeah. And uh, specifically for rent money that was due like that day. Yeah. Kind of situation. Yeah. And he had a trip planned to California to go uh, have some fun. Literally around the same time. And when Tanya offered to just pay the rent directly, he said, no, send it to me. Mm -hmm. And then goes to California. This is shady. Very shady. shady. Yeah. Um, Essentially, whether he admits it or not. Tanya financed his trip to California mm-hmm. is, is how it comes off to me. Um, and he just, he got mad that she brought this up on the tell-all, which I thought was stupid. Mm-hmm. That's what you're here for, my guy. Um, ultimately, he doesn't reveal who he was there with or what he was doing. And I mean, I got to ask you, Rob, you would never ask an ex for money for rent, would you? Boy, I have to let me do some mental gymnastics here and think this through. Um, I I think that that would probably be pr- like uh I think it, like maybe like the mafia is coming to kill me in like ten minutes and I've I've gone through everything else before uh but I really have to like uh maybe hire a private investigator to track down the contact information for uh anybody that I uh, had seen prior to Nicole. Yeah. No, and then I mean, I will also answer I would not. I would not, especially especially now looking at, at what this guy's doing because it wasn't even for rent. It maybe mm-hmm. for rent. Never for another trip. That just seemed yeah. I just couldn't do that. I just could never do that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this just this whole segment just made me sympathize with Tanya. Yeah. Uh, a lot more because he is a bit of a man child. Our uh, yeah. our Sinjin is very boring. I did not care yeah. at all about uh, Sinjin and uh, you know talking with uh, and, and he's like, I hope you find somebody better than me. I have like it Stop won't it. be hard. Yeah, you literally set the bar so low. She could walk downstairs and find two people that yeah, will. Exactly. I hope you find you. somebody b- better looking than me and stronger than me and then <laughs> with more money than me and with a, like yeah okay. Yeah, we'll move on. Throw a dart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tanya, have you dated anyone since? I went on a date. There was no spark. That's it. Sinjin and Tanya, story over. We can move over to a Mm -hmm. couple I know Rob is very familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. It's Natalie time, Rob. Are you ready? 
what I mean, this wasn't a very fun uh, Mike and Natalie time. I mean, I guess they are like no. the worst couple ever of like, I think we <laughs> saw them happy maybe 5% of the time that they were on the screen. And then everything else was just like being like totally miserable. Yeah. I mean, they've never, I feel like we were miserable watching them every time they mm-hmm. came on the screen. That was like, yeah. the, ugh. But okay. how was Natalie on uh, The Single Life? Was she, did she bring anything? No, Rob. Yeah. She, I think her and Stephanie had the least appearances. They kept getting the bye weeks. Um, Natalie's whole storyline was she initially started, uh, she went on a couple dates with this one guy, uh, but he was being a little like too you know comfortable, wanted to hug her. She didn't like that. They broke it off. Then she started look, seeing this other guy who had... Uh, two kids from two different women and she felt a way about that so it was just her dating and not getting what she wanted out of these dates mike wasn't really brought up all that much there either so she kind of to me was the the number of like let's you know stuff the ballot let's add another person to the cast to make the cast bigger Mm -hmm. she didn't bring all that much she didn't bring all that much and then they bring in mike on skype zoom Mike's shirt was working overtime. <laughs> this shirt was like oh, bracing. Oh my god! If he had yawned once, that shirt would have given up on him. Yeah, maybe Uncle Bo, most stylish man ever, uh, was not helping Mike get dressed for the tell. Most definitely not. Most definitely not at all yeah. here. Yeah, Mike. You know, didn't want to be here. He he pretty much said, "Listen, just be happy I showed up because be I don't I care." So, yeah. I, I really I feel like that we need like somebody who is like a divorce attorney or an immigration uh, attorney here to help us really un- untangle this. And, may, and maybe you maybe you know some of this stuff. I, I guess like at the heart of this, I don't really understand what the what the crux of the issue is. Uh, I feel like it stems from that. Does Natalie want to be divorced and Mike will not give her a divorce? Or is there some other like paperwork that Mike was supposed to sign that he refused to that's put Natalie in some sort of like a a bad situation? It's more of the latter. So based on what we heard, which is wild, um, Mike has not filed for her adjustment of status. And when he's asked, and and Natalie says, no, 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 you have, right? He says, nope, I didn't adjust any status. You have no status here. Which, so this is basically when you get to the States, right, on the 90-day visa, you have 90 days from when the visa is issued to you to get married and to adjust your status. Getting married is the easy part. Adjusting your status is the part that is a little bit more complicated, a little bit more boring. But so that's the part that they don't really tell you about. But that's where you got to send all your documents in. You got to send passport in. You got to send, you know, copies of this, that, whatever, whatever, proof, 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 proof that everything is good. And, and you, you know, you have the marriage certificate, everything. Right. You need that to then get a temporary permanent residence. There's like a, like a two year permanent residence. And then after that two year permanent residence, you can apply for a, uh, permanent residence that doesn't limit you to, you know, for example, being on this temporary one, you have to be married still. You have to, or you have to, you will still be supported by your partner. You have to prove that you're doing good. You're paying taxes. You're, you know, you're working, et cetera, et cetera. Your acti- financial activity, all that stuff. So he's saying that he hasn't filed for the temporary one, which means if, if he's being truthful in that, she literally can't be here right now. Right. Which, 
I mean, it's very heavy news to hear when you're on a live show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what he's saying. And this is a very complicated situation to be in for the people that break up when they are in the 90 day universe, because you are still bound by you're, you're still responsible for the person you brought into America, right? Whether you like it or not, right? Tanya still responsible for Sinjin in a way, Mike still responsible for Natalie in a way. And, and so on. Colt was responsible for Larissa and well, I feel like that came up with Sinjin where they said, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, I think Sean asked, well, are you responsible for Sinjin? And they said, well, only if he looks for government assistance, does she have to, like, repay the government? But he would have to live, like, in a tent city and then and then she would be billed for that. And she's like, he's not going to live in a tent city. So we're fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the thing there is that. When they bring someone over, one of the things that they look at when they're proving your 90 day status is that you are a certain amount of money above like the poverty line, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that is so that you're not bringing someone in who will be reliant on on the government. The government doesn't have to spend for you. So that's what like. So as long as they keep him afloat, yes, he's fine. Um, So as long as he doesn't fall into the pits and needs that assistance, Mm -hmm. they're completely good. So, but they still have to keep an eye out for him, right? They still have to, you know, make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, Natalie, uh, she uh, does not have legal status to be in the United States. Does Mike, uh, if she is not a legal uh, U.S. citizen at that at that point, or does that not have any sort of a um, paperwork to be there, does Mike then, as her husband... Who wants to divorce? Like, I guess, like, uh, is is the wedding like? Uh, does that like are, are they uh, are they legally married? And then th- that if they are splitting up, does Mike owe her any sort of alimony? And 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 like, does he need to be mm. uh, financially supporting her? So I think because the adjustment of status is different from like they're married, right? They're married. The adjustment of status is just for her visa, pretty much. Um, I think all of that still applies, if especially mm-hmm. if there was no prenup, right? I'm assuming that is something that would happen in the case of a separation. Um, also, everything I just explained about this whole process, um, I will be back with the official answers next week when Liana listens to this mm-hmm. podcast and then corrects me on everything I <laughs> yeah, just said. Okay. So we'll yeah. pause on that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I basically Mike is not done neither with of us are experts in divorce law, okay? No. Or, or practicing no. in Washington state. Exactly. Exactly. We're just two people on the internet uh, talking smack about all these people. And it's mm-hmm, great. We mm-hmm. enjoy ourselves. Yeah. So Mike, then we find out there's a never before seen clip where we find out Natalie was married and divorced two other times before Mike. Actually, I knew Mike that. knew. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah. I knew that. That changed nothing for me. Okay. It didn't, that, that yeah. clip did nothing for me. I thought they were just going to drop a bomb on Mike, but he was like, Same. Uh, eh, I already knew. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's filing for a divorce uh, in the next couple of weeks. He hasn't done any of the status changing. This sends Natalie mm-hmm. into a bit of a frenzy. She's overall hurt that he doesn't care about her. She's not. She doesn't care about that. Yeah. It's yeah. Whatever. Well, at first I was like, well, yeah, if Natalie moved out, like, why does Mike have to pay for her? But I'm like, oh, yeah, but I guess they're married. So I guess it's like the same as like a regular divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Like she, she he still has to cover her there. But yeah, that Rob, that's the end of part two. I'm sad that you didn't come on for part one because I feel like we started strong. We ended on a bit of a whimper. Yeah, when uh, Stephanie got into uh, what her guy likes, to, uh, where he likes to spit, uh, it's like, well, this is like really, I, I don't think that Sean was ready, was bargained to hear this. 
No. <laughs> it's like, what? what? Why are you telling us this? It was too much. It was TMI. TMI mm-hmm. so much so that TMZ would have been like, we'll pass on this story. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, I mean, it was uh, pretty wild. So, so what is uh, coming up like in, in the 90 day fiance fran- franchise direct to Discovery Plus? Is there anything else coming up right now? So they did. I did get a little teaser at the end of the single life. There was a little promo for this new show that's from the producers of 90 Day Fiance called Life Off the Grid. Oh, which, yeah, that got a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Which I believe I will not be covering. Not interested. Not interested. Yeah, I will not be covering. If also, it's 90 Day, I'll watch. I'll cover it. I'll, so I'll many it for commercials, Puya, for the Dr. Pimple Popper. It, why is that still a thing? Some people like it. Some people really like it. It's just funny because of all the shows they can have on their coverage. It's just, it baffles me that that's the one they're, they're, you know, pushing out there. Mm-hmm. Might need the most promo to be fair. Yeah. And and yeah. they do like the soundtrack of like the music is like, I want to pop. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> what is the appropriate uh, genre for that, for that commercial? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Pimple Pop. It's like a montage. Uh, I was watching with my kids on uh, Animal Planet. I think they have like mm-hmm. like Animal Doctor Pimple Popper. Like, get out! Of it. I can't escape it. They have okay, so there's more spin like off. Is what I'm hearing. It's like a vet that is pops things. Oh my dear lord! Yeah, see, you will not be getting that coverage here on the 90 Day Rahab yeah, podcast. I, I think it's called Pop Goes the Vet. <laughs> You know, this stinks of the title was funny. I bet it stinks. Yeah. Let's get the show going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, mm-hmm. to answer your question, it sounds like I have a bit of a, a bit of a break from two shows at the same time. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just uh, just before the 90 day for a bit here. Yeah. Um, we were watching Pop Goes the Vet because we were watching America's Funniest Animals hosted ah. by your guy, Alfonso Ribeiro, who uh, has uh, some IP that I know you're going to be talking about soon. That's right. I will be real soon. I'll be talking about um, Bel Air, which is a dramatic take on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I'm very excited for that to go down. We'll be covering that on Poetry Recaps with uh, our very own Chappelle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very interested to see how that goes. Because I I get the uh, West Philadelphia part of it being Mm -hmm. uh, gritty, but uh, interested to see how the the Bel Air part uh, gets gritty. Right. Like, how are they going to make it dramatic? How are they going to make it serious? Which we'll find out. We'll find out. Hopefully it's not too serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I want from this show yet, but I'm excited to find out. You know, <laughs> be interested to see uh, maybe like maybe Un- Uncle Phil's working on like some uh, like uh, cases that are very seedy. Right. Yeah. I think that's the direction it would go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, what's coming up for you? Um, well now, you know, I, like I said earlier, we've been very much involved with celebrity big brother. So that will be my, a lot of my focus for these upcoming couple weeks. You can hear me on the live feed updates on Fridays and you can find me on recaps here, there, wherever I may be needed. And then also, um, I will be talking sports this week with grace over on the sports wrap up. Uh, sounds to me, we're going to be talking a little bit Olympics. We're going to be talking a lot of soccer. So definitely check that out. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And um, that is it for now. Um, you know, the other show I cover on this network, Mass Singer, had some headlines that were not great. We're not yeah. great. Yep. But we have a month before we have to open that can of worms. So that'll be next month. But Liana and I will be back to talk about season seven of the Mass Singer when that's available. And then besides that, you can find me on Twitter at Puyism, and you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream that three or four times a week. Come say hi. Okay. Uh, well, this was so much fun to go through. Uh, what a week of 90 Day Fiance. How many hours of 90? Well, I guess about three hours of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not stopping there, Rob. We still get our, our requisite uh, yeah, I had to one watch and a half two hours, hours of the last week's tell all to catch up to uh, do this one. Yeah, you you put in you put in reps this week. You were like Ben at the gym, Rob. I'm just punishing my body. With all <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Punish. <laughs> just take the punishment. <laughs> yes. Okay. Reminds me of the time that the train went off the tracks. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Puya, we got so much uh, with the Celebrity Big Brother, Amazing Race, Joe Millionaire. It's all at robhasawebsite.com, uh, including the weekly wrap up where we bring you the best of every single week of everything that happens uh, in one place on the weekly wrap up. You can subscribe to Rob's podcast, robhasawebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.